hey, hello there. This is After the Gig. I'm Jesse Humphrey, as always, your host. Real quick, before we get into part two with Scott Terry here, real quick. I was a guest on the Records Revisited podcast recently, so go check that out if you want to hear me talk a little bit more, especially if you want to hear me talk about the John Mayer album, Try. Uh, it was the live album done with the John Mayer Trio, and we get into that. We rate the whole album. We get into it. We talk about a ton of stuff. Really, really, really fun. So if you want to check that out, go check it out. I am not going to waste any time here. Let's get straight into it. No music at the beginning, music at the end. Uh, enjoy the second part of my conversation with Mr. Scott Terry of Red Wanting Blue. So... I wanted to talk to, like like singer to singer. I wanted to talk to you about your voice. All right. So okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously weren't singing like that when you were starting in choirs and stuff. But no. what happened to you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, what like how, you have what this. Happened? You have this incredible voice. Like, how do you maintain that? How, like, how do you warm up? Did, how did you just, first of all, it's, it's so hard for singers to discover an original type of voice or discover their own voice that is inherently them. But is yeah. it, I always wonder when I hear you sing, is it, it's, you know, your, your speaking voice isn't completely different than your singing right. voice, but is it, do you have to like take it to another place to when you sing or do you have to hmm. work up to that or is it easy or explain it to me? Because it's, it's very, you know, it's an interesting thing that I'm like, how, how do yeah. you hold this up throughout the course of a tour or throughout the right. course of whatever, you know? Right. Well, I think that, you know, again, I, I've been singing since I was a little, little kid. I mean, primary choir, junior choir, choristers, chapel choir, you know, like all these right. did choirs as a kid. So I was lucky in the sense that I, um, I learned how to sing the right way. Right. Then I was in high school and wanting to be in bands and college. And I tried my best to unlearn all of that good work, you know, uh, beat myself up, lost my voice on many occasions. I, I smoked during, you know, my college and during my twenties because it was, you could still smoke in bars. And I just remember having strep throat and feeling always losing my voice and, I remember thinking, God, if I can't beat them, if I join them, it'll feel, you know, like may maybe I'll have more resilience to like the bar scene. Cause that was mm. the, that was the only place you were playing there at back then. That was, you know, this is the time before there was rock bands playing performing arts centers. You know, this was like, right. you know, the only venues were going to be bars. And, uh, so I, I remember smoking, thinking that helped, um, which, you know, I don't know that it did. And, I, know, uh, I know that you're not the, you're definitely not the only person I know that that has done that. Yeah. And, but I smoked for, for the sake of maybe their voice or whatever. Right. But I, I quit 12 years ago and, and I remember thinking like that was, I waited too long, even then just being like, this is stupid. Like I don't need it anymore. You know, it's like, I got hooked on it by way of, uh, being an occupational hazard and then just, right. you know, so I'm glad that I'm off of that. I definitely feel like a stronger singer for it from, from not doing that. But, but the, uh, I've always, 
I, again, going back to when I originally started writing songs, not being able to pick that key <laughs> because somebody else was writing it and saying, can you like, Oh, I think that that screams kind of cool. And like this right. worked, you, you know, you don't realize how, Oh, wow. Like if I'm not choosing the key and this is a, kind of out of my range or one day it's good, the next day it's, you know, I'm now tired and now I don't have that range. So I've, I've always known how to repair myself quickly uh, with some of like my old choir and uh, theater training um, on how to, you know, do the gargling with salt water and get your voice back real quick and things, yeah. you know, certain stuff. Um, but I also think that, you know, again, and life lifestyle means everything, you know, uh, not, you know, I think any, any, most of us at our age that have had any longevity in the career that we were in, uh, have to be athletes for it. You know, people don't realize like you've got to be a bit of an athlete for this. Uh, so that makes it easier, but, um, and then I think on some level, there's a, not to sound like a, I think on some level, you just sort of, it just, be, you know, like you got it or you don't, you know yeah. what I mean? I would agree with that. That there's just the thing of like, you have a, you've got a natural ability with this. And cause I mean, there are people like, I, I love that you said that about me, but like, I am like touring with Will Hogue. Mm. Watching, watching Will Hogue seven minutes before showtime, rolling out of a, a nap on a couch backstage and going, all right, let's go. And rolls in and just what comes out of his mouth is like, oh him. my, oh my God, how did you do that? You know, whereas like, I think things like for me that stress me out more than anything are like the early morning radio spots or TV things and like any of that type of stuff. Cause you know, for me, I wake up and I like it when my voice kind of warms up naturally throughout the day. So getting a chance to, so having, when you're, especially when you're on tour and you're like, I was just singing, I just played for an hour and 45 minutes or whatever it was the night before. And now I'm getting five hours of sleep and I'm waking up and I'm walking around some radio station parking lot at five 30 in the morning, trying to like, unnaturally warm my voice up so i so when i go on at you know 7 10 that i sound like myself you know and i'm Those, sure i'm sure that must make it weird like getting up and unnaturally getting ready for something that early must make it weird for the show that night too yeah well that's another thing too then you're like I, i'm ready now like I, and you get yourself there so then you can go, okay, thank goodness I did that. But then you're like, yeah, then you have weird fatigue yeah. just before lunch where you're kind of like, ah, up, you know? So yeah, those are the things. But I mean, if, if it's an afternoon show doing a night show, like those things are less stressful to me. It's always this like the waking up too soon to have to sing, you know, um, certain stuff. But I, I've gotten very good at, you know, you get to, I mean, obviously like, you know, you're, you know yourself. So, you know, when you're like, I feel good. Um, oddly enough for many, many years and still to this day, I will sing. Please don't let it be by alternate roots. And if I can sing that song, I know 
that I could hit every, every, every song that I have in our catalog on stage. There's nothing, there's no note that will be going by, uh, like, that I won't be able to do. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> right. So there's times where I'm singing, I'll sing that and I'll be like, uh Oh, <clears throat> Oh, Oh boy. You know? So Tim, Tim has become my barometer over the years, whether he likes it or not. I'm like, if I can sing your song, I know that I can sing everything else that I, in my in my repertoire. Yeah, I mean, he's there. He's up there. His his like Tim and I have a very similar range, um, yeah. but he is uh, like the timbre of his voice. It just makes it fee- even seem higher than it does. Than it, it does. actually than it actually is. And then when I go and and sing their songs or whatever, if I'm just you know around the house, whenever I have music on, I'm always singing it. It's, yeah, and he know. and he's an, he's another one that. It, comes so easy i never see i very I've, I've only seen him a couple times when we've been on tour yeah where he's like <laughs> you know, like where he's yeah. like he's doing a warm-up it's very very seldom well it's know? actually it, it it makes me feel better to, to know that he actually does that sometimes and he's not some crazy robot with this incredible right. incredible voice that's yeah that's the same thing yeah that's how i feel with all of these people you're like thank god you're human you know yeah and then and there's and there's other people i've seen over the years you know and i won't name names but people you go man like you're that your voice without being dis you know i'm not it is it's become your voice but it's not as natural as i would have thought right and that must be really hard to to maintain you know like a bit of a you know a gilded cage if you will or like you know what a cross to bear to have to be like oh god like right like, I well, that's I what i do was... this tonight you know and yeah. some people you go oh man you know oh that's gotta be so hard and that's what i was saying about about you like when i first heard you same when I first heard the music and heard you perf- saw you perform, yeah, I was like, oh my god, like how does he maintain this thing? And then I had a conversation with you afterwards. I was like, oh, it's this isn't right. that far from the truth, you know? right? <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. At one point, I feel like you know, and I think again, you. It took me a long time to kind of, you know, sort of find find the voice. Um, you know, like I, I listen back to older stuff and go, Oh my God, what am I doing? You know, for me, I think, um, the pride, the cold lover record that came out in like 2004, that was like the first record where I felt like kind of the old stuff was all just getting me to a place where I can say, okay, this is sort of, this is where I felt like I first kind of heard myself. Right. And then kind of, and, 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 and move, you know, and go off of it from there. It takes years, you know, for people. And, um, and then at some point, all of the damage, all of the late nights, all of the losing your voice and having to perform anyway, and the, you you know you get calloused and beat up. And I think ultimately, yeah, you, whether you, you get the voice that you deserve, you know, like <laughs> you, you you get you get what you've been you know doing to it. So there, because there have been plenty of times in my you know over the last few years where you go, man, I wish I. I wish I wasn't so gravelly. I wish I wasn't so scratchy. I want to sing something that's not, that's a bit cleaner and, you know, and sort of, it's like, I don't know, man. I just, that's, that's not there. The I have the complete opposite. It's funny yeah. that you say that because like mine, my voice has always been so it's, it's, it's smooth. I don't have, I don't have the rasp at all to my, my voice when I sing and I've yeah. always wanted it. I'm always like, Oh man, I wish I could do that. And sing in that low, <laughs> like growly register. And it's like, I just can't, I can't do it. I used to, it's funny. I used to be able to do it back in my 
old band and and when you're playing behind drums and you're pushing your something about that seated position like you can push yeah. out a growl and <laughs> and and I could do it but I couldn't maintain it because after at the end of the show it's just like oh my god I can't fucking speak yeah. you know I couldn't talk to anybody so sure. I, like, I can't I can't maintain this so it, I stopped even, doing it I've noticed I notice if I don't sing for like a few weeks mm-hmm. there the body is and the vocal was such an it's such an amazing part of the body that it will try to start repairing itself. Yes. And there's a point where you're like, no, 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 I don't want that. <laughs> I don't need that. Don't, don't, don't start doing that. And you know, Jen will hear me, or I'm like, I got to go downstairs. I got to start yelling. Like I got to, <laughs> I got to go and get and get loud and sing some songs and and do some do do a little bit of a healthy yelling. You know, yeah, so you I got to wear it in again. Yeah, there's. It's nice when you have it right where you want it. And usually I do. Usually it's, it's kind of, it, I've beaten it into submission over the years and it kind of <laughs> does what I want it to do. But, but yeah, this past year, not getting to play so much has been weird, you know, yeah. especially along with the anxiety of, of being like, I'm, I'm about to sing some songs right now to, to an audience of no one and everyone that I can't see. And I'm wearing slippers, I'm wearing my, you know, like I got pajama <laughs> pants on and, it's, you know, it's a weird thing. Like it's definitely been like the seeds to some anxiety dreams of like, am I going on right now? We're not going on right now. Are we? Oh my God. Am I ready? I don't know. I'm still wearing slippers. Yeah. It's, it has <laughs> you know? been nice. It's funny. Cause with the live stream stuff it, you do, or at least I do, I still feel that like little bit of, you know, you haven't played in front of people for so long and yeah. you know that you are playing in front of people, but there aren't any people there. <laughs> so right. you still get that anxiety right before you start. It's like that, that pre-show jitters and then you're playing and it's fine. Yeah. And you realize, Oh, there's no one really here. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, what, that's why for like our live stream, the other guys were like, this is weird. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm, I'm having a blast. Cause I got other people in the room. Like I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Yeah. Cause I, there were a few things that I did sort of on, you know, just by myself. And yeah, that, that's a weird feeling for sure. Yeah. Do you ever get to, um, you know, pandemic aside, do you ever get to, uh, play with anyone else or do any of your own, uh, stuff when you're in New York? Um, you know, or or do you ever work on anything that isn't red wanting blue and are able to do it, collaborate with other people when you're just home? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, actually, that's a great question. Can I pause you for one second? Yes. Can I just, I'm going to grab something. I'll be right back. Yes. Hold on. Sorry. It's all good. So I took a moment here. Um, and, uh, while I was on, I took, I just went to the restroom. Ah, um, a little pee break. I do a little pee break. Um, the, uh, no, the, your question. Good question. Um, thank you. I have, I have historically not done much. And, uh, but, but it's been nice that over the last couple of years, I've gotten to sort of know some other people here in the city and they've asked me to come in and sing some songs and do some stuff with them, which has been nice to do periodically when I'm home. Um, and just getting to know the community of people that are like, you know, local, local New York folks. It's been, that's been a lot of, that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, I think I'm certainly now, you know, over this last year, uh, working on, you know, some solo stuff and going to be doing a, you know, that, so that, that's, that's in the future, um, which has been great. So that's been really cool to get a chance to work on, um, 
you know, things for, uh, you know, like, I guess, how do I say it? Here's the best way to say it is kind of like I was talking about with, with the, the wanting and being such a collaborative album, you know, mm-hmm. I used to put on so much pressure that like all of my writing had to be, you know, all for this, 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 this band, it was everything. And, um, and getting a chance to co- having everybody kind of put their pieces in and put their parts in and really making something collaborative has been great. And at the same time, it's sort of freed me up to be able to say, cool, like, you know, th- I can, I can be writing about other things that aren't, you know, not necessarily that, you know, like do it, do a, do a sleepy track that would just not be on brand for our band or something, you know, to that effect. Um, gotcha. yeah. And, yeah. And I feel like especially these, you know, these days or being someone who's middle-aged at this point, I've been doing, been in the same band for 25 years. I think we all have different, you know, itches to scratch, you know? So that's been fun. And this year has been a really great year for, I think everybody to do that, you know, to have a moment sort of say, whether we like it or not, we're, we're on it, we're alone. So, so I'm hoping to do, I'm hoping to do more, um, you know, just solo stuff, when I'm not doing band stuff, you know, and really kind of divide my time so that it's not, you know, it's, it's not all one thing and then coming home and not being, you know, not doing other stuff. So right. that, you know, and I feel like that's, uh, yeah, so that's going to be in the future for sure. When you're writing, do you, um, do you write like all the time, uh, or do you have to have like some kind of project in mind when you're, cool. when you're going? That's a great question. Cause I always, that's a question that I wonder with everybody else, yeah. you know, with other writers, I'm blown away when I think like, I remember John telling me like, you know, Barry coming in with all these, all these lyrics and all these words and all this stuff written out. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's so wild. Like I don't write like that. You know, that's not how I write. Yeah. Um, and there are some people I know who are like, I sit, religiously every day and I write at a certain time and, you know, got to do it every day. I am not that way. I, I kind of, I used to, and I definitely have like my anxiety moments of, uh, of being like, man, I really feel like I need to be writing. I need to be writing. But usually I, usually they just kind of, I've, I've gotten used to like, it comes when it comes and just be, be receptive and, you know, in tune with like when that's happening and, um, and the songs will kind of, I I feel like for me anyway, the best stuff or the stuff that I get most excited about happens very naturally kind of takes over on some level um, of being like this. I just, you know, this kind of was coming to me felt very easy. And usually the, the end result of that song feels more um you're like wow that's that's really great and then i can say let's put that song against this other thing that i was like grinding out for multiple hours sort of to say like it's the work ethic to write the track so i'm writing something which is not to say there's not some you know they could some some might say i like that one better you know but for me for my taste i've always been like this just felt more like on the money and sometimes i feel like it's just you know like I think there's something to be said for both of those things, mm-hmm. both of those practices. Uh, it's probably good to have a little bit of both, you know? Right. Um, but you, yeah, so I usually, 
but I would say usually for me, I, uh, I feel a bit summoned, you know, get, I get something, something happens. I get the call. I also like very much to write songs when I'm driving, driving, driving for me is a big one. Uh, and I think doing anything where you, your mind is sort of preoccupied with a very mundane task. So whether it's like mowing the yard, washing the dishes, or doing something that doesn't require a tremendous amount of thought. Yeah. Like imagine being like, uh, if, like for me, like a great job would be like, okay, you need to rubber band these t-shirts, put tags on them and bag them and have them ready to get shipped. You know, like something <laughs> like you're like, I could be like, I could write a great song doing that. Don't need, I don't need tie dye tapestries and candles lit and incense burning. Like I don't need any of that. Well, do you, any- think, <laughs> do you think that's, been, that's, that's a really interesting point because like when you're doing things like that, you kind you're for, it's a mundane task. You're freeing up your brain to just kind of run wild. Um, that's, that's what I think. That's how I feel. Like that's finding that, that ground of like, and I think there's no better than being in a car when yeah. you're driving and you're especially like nighttime driving where you're just sort of like zoned out. You, you and at one point you're like, I'm not really sure how fast I'm even going. Right. Uh, I'm just kind of working an idea out. There's nobody else in the car with you. So you can just kind of keep, keep working on something sort of to most people it would be at nausea, but like, that's how, for a lot of it, it's, 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 you know, when you're plucking a pearl from midair, you know, out of the vapor, uh, repetition, you have to like, you know, shaping it into something requires for me anyway, like a lot of filing and a lot of, you know, and at the same time, you know, that feeling when you're like, you wrote a cool thing or a great verse or a great melody line. And you're like, as long as it, it's easier to create that alternate melody that goes with it or that bridge that goes with it. If you're staying in the same headspace, like you can say, I'm going to put it down right now. I recorded that thing. It's cool. I've got it. I'm going to go eat dinner and come back. There's something about like you get pulled out. It's sort of like a dream. That original, a little bit. Yeah. That original feeling is gone. It's funny yeah. because I've actually like dreamed song ideas and, um, woke you know woke up and and i'm like ah i can't where where is it where come on come back yeah. and and you, you fight you fight so hard for it but then it's gone you know it's gone and you just you yeah. just wanted to to kind of latch on to that idea that you had because i you know, know. You, you hear so much about like paul mccartney think you know yesterday, oh right yesterday yeah. came to him in a dream and uh and you're like oh my god it's like crazy maybe, for me, that, was, maybe that was my yesterday <laughs> <laughs> right, right. For I always feel like I have because I've had a few of those things. Not not like a full song, but like a couple lines. And in the dream, I will, I will have convinced myself this is this is the stuff. Like this is the good <laughs> juice. This is what you've been looking for. And then they you know, like I kind of got it together. And then like out of the fog of morning and trying to write it out, you and then look at it and you're like, this is not it. This is terrible. Yeah. This is not, this is, I don't know what else was happening in the dream that you try to go back. Like this 
doesn't seem that great. Almost like being stoned. Like I got stoned and wrote the greatest song, and then you see it sober and go, "Actually, that was not so great." <laughs> that sounds like the most idiotic idea. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's funny because I think you're right. I think it just allows your sub your subconscious to just kind of come forward. You know, whether it's like you know, you think of these ideas in the dream state, and and you can't think of them when you wake up. It's like almost like your dreams are playing tricks on you um, or, or yeah. playing, playing jokes on you. But I love, I love, love, love that idea of um, writing or working out an idea while you're doing like a mundane task, like you wash, you're yeah. washing the dishes, driving right. the car, whatever. I love that idea. And I think it's, um, you know, it's why, it's why so many, I don't know about you, you said night driving, but right. so many people have creative ideas at night because your your body's let go a little bit and you're tired yeah. and sure. your brain is just kind of free to just you know or relaxing you're relaxed and you're just your brain is just kind of free i i've thought of i feel like a lot of really you know some of my better ideas are either at night or mm. or just uh you know while doing other other things and they, well, these moments just kind of pop into your head and then you have to you have to kind of ride it out yeah you can't you can't get out of that that mode until you you've exhausted it right like you know how many people you know how, like people will say like marathon runners um they're like you know oh yeah like the first couple miles are the most grueling right and then you know and then you just get in the zone and you like you're 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 going after it i've never run a full marathon I, most i've ever run is a half marathon but I've I, watched, I, I've watched a bunch of marathons. Okay. So, so I have some, ex, I have some experience. You've experienced watching in Boston with the, with the wobbly legs. And, right. You know, exactly. Right. Yeah. Great songs are written during the wobbly leg period. Right. No, uh, <laughs> I, but I, I would, what I was going to say is I, I, I compare it a lot to the like marathon driving. Like we, as guys in bands, we'll be in the vehicle all, there are some days, especially when you get out to like the, you know, West side of the country where it's like, we're waking up early. Today's a travel day. We're going to be in the vehicle for 15 hours straight, just driving. And that some people go, oh my God, that's brutal. And just, it's become such a part of what we do. You're like, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like I look at sometimes going, my God, a six hour drive. What a treat you know, get in the car and just kind of cruise for six hours. Oh, that would be so great. I can like be zone out and into my mind. I mean, the, the album from the vanishing point, you know, is literally based, I mean, it's a road band image, but like, it's just staring into the, to where the road ends and the, where the road meets the horizon and working on songs. And like, that's it. You know what I mean? So interesting to me. Cause I just, yeah, that's, and again, I just, for, for we, we were, we were a road band. And you, so you're always on the road. So you, it's like, you have to make use of what is available to you. And you're like, what are you doing? We drive all the time. So you kind of zone out. There'd be times where, you know, people would come up to sit in front with you and you're like, uh, give me, give me a little bit, give me a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, unfortunately the vehicle is loud enough that nobody like really got like, like, oh man, he's, he's still going, <laughs> you yeah. know, but, but that was, yeah, I, I love that. Did that take time for you to discover that, that kind of process or, or just naturally come? Cause I feel like I think, a lot of people that are creative, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe try the, I got to wake up at seven. I got to do it every single day, uh, yeah. in this mode. And maybe they don't come out with anything good. Sometimes they do, but a lot of people don't find where 
where the good stuff comes from. And I think that's like kind of interesting when people f- figure out a method, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I, I guess for me, so Jen and I are, you know, we've been together now for 21 years, but the first decade of that relationship was me, you know, endlessly driving all the time to New York um, whenever the band was not playing. And that's a nine hour drive from Columbus, Ohio to New York. So that drive, I did that drive so many times, you know, I'm like, I know every mile marker on interstate 80 connecting as you know, that, that roadway, I know it so well, but there were so many times, um, where we'd get done playing and, you know, hopping in the car and Mark, any, you know, anybody in the band would be like, Hey, there's this idea thing I've been working on and they give you, give you that. Or I'll send it to you in phone or whatever it is. And then, cool. Thanks. And then you have it and you're listening to it in the car and you're all by yourself and right. you're driving at night. And some, you know, there was a time I would write songs. This is a, this is a bit dangerous, but I would have the uke next to me. And cause I'd always be traveling with it. And then I, I did the whole, like, okay, you know, have like, can put the steering with the knee. Yeah. Which knees you're better. <laughs> yeah. Fi- figuring something out. I was on cruise control and it had a few where you're like, Oh, there, there's a deer, you know, like I had a few like scary moments where you're like, Oh my God. Uh, so I didn't do that. And then I kind of adopted using an Omni cord just cause I could have it with one hand, have a hand on the wheel and just kind of plug plunk out chords yeah. to find, you know, to find whatever key I'm looking for, for an idea. And, um, and I still, I still write that way. I still like that. I don't like, I, my brain, uh, I, I it operates too, it, it wants to do too much stuff. It's like, uh, my brain can feel like Chris Farley, like the Jojo, the, <laughs> the, the circus boy who wrecks everything. So you, you, you need to preoccupy the child a little bit and have a right. job. And then the mind can kind of calm itself and then and create and create things from there so awesome when um that's really interesting (laughs) when's the new record coming out sorry i have a hair in my mouth ew Uh, um you know what that's a good question i mean i'm sure next year but we're uh yeah we've just been sort of compiling you know demos of these ideas and um we're we're a very uh we're not the kind of band that would deliver like 30 songs and say, here's 30 songs. We're going to pick the best. ten. You know, we, I think in our, in our older age, we've taken on the more towns Van Sant approach of like, I don't work on it unless it's good. You know, like <laughs> I quickly, de- we quickly determine if it's worth working on and it's only like, that's good. We'll work on that. And then we know it's good. You know, like, and then, so we'll, we'll kind of craft them out. And I feel like we're, you know, we're well on our way to having something like that. I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. I I think it's, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a really cool, really cool record. Just, you know, I love, I, and I love the, the synthy, the synthy stuff that um, the guys have been kind of, some of the sound beds that they've been making are just like, you know, again, with technology, like the ability you know, but, but also not, not going to give technology the credit. And I mean, the, 
those guys have sort of sharpened their abilities to, to create these things that used to be much like the uke. I'm just chopping something away to say, here's a song idea. How do you, how do we implement it? You know, now, now it's like some of the sounds and some of the things I'm like, that has to be on the record. Like that sound, like these, these things are, uh, these, it's more than just like, we're drawing out a song. Right. Like you're like, these pieces are like integral to like the vibe of this, of the track, you know? Yeah. And, and when, when you're starting to see like, cool, like they're all like, these are feeling like brothers and sisters to one another. That's exciting. You know? So that's awesome. Yeah. Man. yeah. What about you guys? Um, well, we, I'm, I'm actually speaking of long drives. I'm driving down to Virginia on Tuesday, Tuesday oh. night. So I'll, I'm going to try this uh, songwriting technique out. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's good. <laughs> um, heading down there, we have, we're doing Festy in Charlottesville on, right. I think it's, uh, I want to say Friday, Saturday, and we're doing something in Tennessee on uh thursday so we have a little bit of rehearsal travel time on wednesday and Got then it. live streaming on sunday so it's it's a pretty oh nice it's a pretty packed week but as far as new songs and uh albums are concerned we're right now we're kind of in the tossing ideas around mode so if i have something i'll play it record it into my phone send it to barry send it to carter uh, you know right. just just trying to get some action going trying to get the blood flowing so to speak um but nothing uh i'm i'm expecting like those ideas to just kind of circulate and go around and then one day when i'm in virginia have barry be like okay these are the 10 songs here's how it goes and blah blah blah, blah. here we go <laughs> let's record a record um because i mean you know with with schedules and families and and stuff yeah. you have to make the most of the time so it's you, just, you, uh, you do yeah and i feel like you know this I, I always have to be careful how i say this uh these days like over this last year you know it's because it's been obviously for the world it's been brutal and we've all had it our crosses to bear with so much stuff, but like as a musician has spent so much time on the road. And that's what I was saying. Like, like what a gift for you to be able to be home. Yes. Yeah. It has its threshold, but to have, <laughs> to have that, you know, to be able to be home, I've never been, Jen and I have never been together for this long, you oh, know, wow. you know, in our entire lives. And that's, and that's an amazing thing. And, you know, so, um, Keep, good, good or bad it's oh yeah it, yeah it's i mean it's been so awesome it's I, i've been like we've had such a blast during you know with just being able to be with each other for so long um and i so i i get like a little like i i get a little sad thinking like there will be a time when we all get back to business as usual and things start you know move, moving moving it like you know light speed again. So I'm hoping that we can kind of hang on to some of these things that we found so special during the last year, you know, I'm yeah. for each other. And so, which again, makes the scheduling so important. So when we, when you say, okay, we're going to do this then and there, you know, so we can have, cause that's the one thing I think everybody's had. I think family, family got a, a nice bump this year. Everybody Definitely. was like, got to, got to 
share more time with your family than you ever had before. So, yeah, I'm definitely not, um, I'm looking forward to getting back on the road and, and to be playing, uh, again, you know, regularly, but, uh, it's funny cause I just don't, I don't know what it looks like now right. with nobody family. does. Yeah. And, and, uh, like just the idea of spending that much time away from Genevieve and Ethan, it's like, it, it's, it, it's, it's two things. It's like, yes, I'm, I'm sad to have to do it. And then two, th- two, um, I also don't, we've done it this way and like have our schedule planned out so well. Right. Yeah. It, it's almost like, all right, just completely uprooting that and then doing this whole new thing for, right. you know, however long it's going to be. Uh, that's, well, I mean, scary. that's a scary part. Right. But what a great time to change your touring though. I mean, at a time where yeah. everything's got to be sort of reinvented anyway, you know, right. I mean, we always talk to it, you know, I think the days for like, at least for our band, the days of doing the six week tour are, are gone. You know, like we're not interested in doing that so much. I mean, I think doing, being on for a couple weeks and being off, you know, I think that that's, you know, I know that that would certainly help Mark and, you know, Bridget and with Magnus, but at the same time for all of us, I think everyone's kind of like, you know, there's just no reason to be on the road that long anymore. Like, I feel like you can, you can go play, pick a part of the country, do it and then get home, still be a part of your, you know, still, still be with your family. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, it's just like you go out and you play and, and when you're playing, when you're on the road anyway, and the, those six weeks, four, four to six weeks, whatever ends up being, you're playing your big markets on the Friday, Saturday and whatever, or at least you're trying to plan it out that way. Sure. Um, and you know sometimes you'll play a bigger market on a thursday whatever it ends up being but then monday yeah. and tuesday you're filling space really and it's either it's either traveling or you're so playing true. a small town that maybe you're trying to build but mm-hmm. it's not where it's not where your other you know markets are or whatever but um it, very true i think unless you're really attacking like the west coast which yeah. where you're like okay we're going to and and i think that that that's where you say this is going to be a two to three week deal where, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, and I guess that's another thing too, like being East coast people, like we would back in the day, we would be like, so we're going to play in, we're going to do a show in Cincinnati. Then we're going to go to Indianapolis. Then we're going to hit Des Moines on our way to get to Omaha to head out to Denver. Whereas like nowadays we'd be like, all right, we're packing everything. We're leaving Monday night, Wednesday, we're playing Denver. <laughs> like we're just like yeah. drive straight shot, get out there as fast as you can. Yeah. And then from there, do as much as you can have the couple of those spots where you're like, and then on those off days, now we're out at California. Then you hit up the coast, you know, just to try to find a way to like, and then there might be that like, cool, that was that. And now it's Saturday night, you're in Salt Lake city or you're, you know, or wrapping back around, we're gonna do something in Boulder. And then, and then you're hauling home. You might right. have one or one thing in between where people would say, God, I can't believe you're going to drive 20 hours straight. And you're like, it just, people just want to get home. Like you attack the, right. attack the area and then get home, you know? Um, what's it, a it spot, seemed, what's a spot that you guys want to, um, uh, that you, I mean, every, every band wants to build every, every city that they play in, you know, a hundred yeah. fold or whatever. But, um, what's a spot that you guys really want to like, that you like, that you want to grow as a, as a band. 
I mean, I, we, we love, we love the Pacific Northwest. I just, every time we're there, I'm always like, man, I love it up here. I love you know, Northern California up to Washington and over to Montana and Idaho. I just, so I think, pretty. yeah. you know what? And that's another thing too, is you look at and go, life is so short and it's such a gift and, you know, just getting a chance to drive and see some of those things you know our our band's always been like the griswolds like we always try to like hey you guys want to stop at this national park on an off day like we have time you know and if and when we can like you know certainly like the west coast stuff where you're like we don't come out here for for much so like we're not out here as, as often so is there a way that instead of like driving nine hours to get to some place in Flagstaff to play for what I don't know the audience. Can we maybe just not do that and go to see the grand Canyon instead (laughs) just for us being human beings that want to go see something that we're like, Oh yeah, we're driving a hundred miles away from it. Let's just do it. You know? So we've tried to like do those things. And I think about like, you know, I think as East coasters who are not like, we didn't, we weren't born or raised out there. That's always been like, sort of like the final frontier, you know, getting out to those, the spots where it's hard to tour, you know, the, it's the geographically it's more diverse, um, not easy on the vehicles and everything's really far apart, but I, I just love it. I love being out there. And, um, I think every, everybody enjoys just, just sort of drinking it in. You know, yeah. so that's always a cool thing. Um, so I would, I would love to be able to, you know, find ourselves. Oh yeah. We're just in this Pacific Northwest area. Um, but I, I also, and I love Canada. Like we love Canada so much. I want to keep, keep touring and growing in Canada as soon as whenever the border will allow us to do, you know, how go often, back up there. How often have you guys played up there? I mean, I've only played with, with carbon leaf in Toronto one time. So, okay. Yeah. Um, we've gotten, we were lucky the trues and, you know, brought us up there and basically and introduced us to, you know, their, their audience. And we found ourselves, I mean, we mostly tour in Ontario, okay. but, um, but we've gone, you know, into, um, is it, uh, we've done, I think it was far, farthest we've gone out East was, either with like Montreal, Montreal, yeah. Ottawa. Um, and uh, we did, we have played in Vancouver before, not a great show, but I want to go back and do another one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, so we've been, and we did like, we were in Alberta, Alberta. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a, um, yeah, it's, I just love the country, like everything about that place. Yeah. They're, they're so, uh, they're, they're very receptive to, I think, rock and roll music. I don't know. Like they're, and I just feel like they're very, they listen, they're real. They're just, and they're super, super supportive. Uh, and just touring up there is, yeah, it's lovely. Like I just, I can't, um, I just think that as a, as a, a people, <laughs> they're, they're just such good stock. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Salt of the earth. You go, you know what, like, and I always, some, some people, I, I hope they take this the right way, but like, I will say this a lot that you can go to, you can pull off 
at a truck stop in up in Canada, every bathroom spotless, spotless, yeah, gorgeous. And you go, my God, they're so clean. Yeah, like, and you can't help but say, you guys, the bathrooms here are so clean. And you know what their response is? Well, yeah, I mean, why? It's a bathroom. Why? Why wouldn't you want it to be clean? And you're like, no, I do want it to be clean. That's why I'm saying it's so great. And then it's like the thought of being like, God, don't come to where we are. Because sometimes I'm like, why are we in a place where people seem to get off on peeing on the toilet seat for the next guy? You know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you oh, know? Good dude. When I go into a bathroom, like it, at, a, at a rest stop, truck stop, whatever, went right. on tour, it's like, it's my least favorite it's it's the thing that gives me the most anxiety about being on tour. Like I have I have Crohn's disease, so I spend some time in the bathroom. It's right. not a secret. <laughs> and right. and uh, whenever we have to make a pit stop, like I'm always like, all right, I gotta psych myself up to go into this Flying J bathroom, and you know, there's gonna there's gonna be some huge trucker dude next to me in the stall grunting trying to get something out yeah and it's just like and everything's a mess and you go in and there's just piss everywhere and you're like why why right why exactly why go to this is why canada just canada is in your future we're moving i mean it's yeah <laughs> shangri-la as far as the, the truck stop bathroom department is concerned you're like this is so lovely yeah yeah and just, so just imagine that type of, if they're paying that kind of respect on that level, it just continues all the way up. You're it, can like, only wow. go, it can only yeah. go up. Whereas, yeah, yeah we, need, we need to work, our country needs to work on that for sure. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. We need to just, you know, it needs to be taught in schools. Like don't pee on the seat, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. There's no reason. Well, yeah. dude, man, it's, we've, we've been, uh, this is a couple hours here. So, whoa. Yeah. All right. It's really, I it's, love it. It's really flown by. Thanks so much for doing it. I really appreciate really, it. Yeah, I love it. It was great. Please tell, um, uh, tell yeah. Genevieve I said what's up and give Ethan a kiss from uh, old Uncle Scotto. I will tell <laughs> tell Jen. I hope her shoulder he heals up. I feel so bad. Absolutely. So, yeah. I will definitely yeah, let her know that. Yeah, the shoulder. Oh, Jen, she's giving kisses. Aww. She's just walked by. She's going giving kisses. Aww. Sending love. Sending. I can't love. wait. I can't wait till I maybe we'll see you guys in person again. I know. That'd be soon. Oh, by the way, wait, have you got a vaccine yet? Did you get a shot no, yet? I haven't yet. No, I'm actually going to okay. call. I'm going to call today because it's been, it's been pretty, um, you know, the government websites are all a mess. They suck. Mess. So, sure. Um, so I, I got to call in and, and find a spot. I would like to get the first shot before I head down to Virginia. Right. Um, but you know, we've made it this far. So. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, we got lucky. I mean, again, like I felt like when we were doing the live stream, Ohio is like way ahead of New York and okay. Eric's in New Jersey. I think New Jersey's the farthest they're, they're kind of more delayed than New York. But I felt like while I was there, Mark was like, or Greg had already gotten his shot. His first shot was about to get his second shot. Mark had was scheduled to get his first shot. Dean was just by the end of the trip was like, Oh, I've got my appointment for my first shot. I'm like, Oh my God, you guys are all like on your way. And then yeah. I came back and it was like that week I came back. It said it was nothing. It was like, sorry, you're not eligible yet. Yeah. And then it, as soon as it popped, it was like, you know, Jen and I were up at three in the morning trying to, you know, get onto the thing. She was, we were on hold for a few hours, but 
we we were able to get in and we got the Johnson and Johnson. So we're one and done. Oh, good. So which is nice. That's the, the one I one, that's the one I would like to get. I'd like to get the Johnson and Johnson just because it's one and done. Yeah. And it, I from what I've read, it, it, it's like, you know, helps out for a lot of other different things, too. Or oh, it's, really? it's, it's the more traditional vaccine um, yeah it's more yeah like a classic one shot more trip yeah typical vaccine and they um it kind of kind of kicked my butt for for really 36 to 48 hours i was i was surprised how much it uh you know like you expect it you're like this is what's gonna happen and they'd right. say something like 44 percent of people who get it get uh you know have symptoms of sickness and whatever and so it had you know had like the had the fever, had the chills, but I was surprised it lasted. Like it happened, fever broke, achy for a day, kind of, and then sort of the the fever kept kind of coming back hmm. in a way that I was surprised. I thought it was going to have happen. You take the Tylenol or the Absil, and then we're good. So yeah. it had a couple little waves to it. Where I was like, "What? Not again?" You know, What's happening. Yeah, and then yeah. finally, but yeah, it's. I mean, again. I would do it for a week straight. It doesn't matter as long as it's, you get it and it works. So, right, yeah, right. It seems like everyone's get, it's 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 all moving ahead of schedule, which is outstanding for all yeah. of us. So, it's great. It's great. I just yeah. I I just keep trying to stay positive and everything. Be like, all right, we'll we'll get out of this. Not I try not to listen to the news too much. And <laughs> that's yeah. true. And uh, and then you know. It's that that'll that'll drive you crazy too. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I feel like there's been we've we've all had sort of a a turning off of the news. Yeah. After after the election, it was kind of like okay, I think for better or for worse, I think everyone yeah. needs a break. So we're, yeah, like, news has cried wolf one too many times. And, yeah, uh, we're just not listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, that's sort of where we're at too. Yeah, we're like okay, just. Uh, we need, we, we all need a break. I hope, I hope we see their, everyone's ratings go down. <laughs> like yeah. the ratings are going to go down. Let's not, let's not focus on all that stuff anymore. So yeah. yeah. Well, well, man, I'm, I'm glad you got, I'm glad you're able to get that shot and uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited that you guys have new music and stuff coming out. I'm, I, Thanks, bro. I mean, I'll send you some demos. Please do. I would love demo to demo it out. That. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, man. All right, radical. I'll catch you soon. You got it, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting it up. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, you can check out jessehumphrey.com to see all things, either Jesse or Carbon Leaf. Um, that's weird. I just talked about myself in the third person. Anyway, you can always email into the podcast after the gig pod at gmail.com. That's it, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. At this moment, monks are in deep meditation somewhere. Unaware that cellular phone conversations are interrupting their prayer. NASA is beaming coordinates to satellites around Mars. From their radar through my body, then out to and out to the stars The taunt toss from them to me To you from them to me to you The taunt toss from them to me To you from them